Bless you, bless you, bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ, there's enough grace to go around to get everyone high. You don't need alcohol, you don't need drugs. But Jehovah Wana is not for sale. May your money perish with you, thinking that you could buy the gift of the Holy Spirit, you know, the Jehovah Wana and the Godka. The only thing it costs you is your sin nature called your human mind. That's all it costs you, and you can stay high all the time. I mean, seriously, threaten me with a good time. You don't have to do that twice. <laughs> Although people are a little slow to wake up, I'm telling you. He's always giving away free drugs. The free drugs of the third heaven. Third heaven pharmacy is here to stay. It's called the glory. <laughs> Your cup is supremely intoxicating. It is written. I am like a drunken man, like one overcome by wine because of his holy word, Jeremiah 23, it is written. <laughs> Do not be drunk on alcohol, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, it is written. We're not drunk as you suppose! <laughs> it's only 5.19 in the evening on Sunday Funday. And half of America is drunk on mimosas and Bloody Marys, but we're drunk on the Holy Ghost. You know why? We're the vanguard of the army of the Lord, Joel's army. Did you know that, Penny? She knows it. <laughs> I ask her every day, do you believe? Growing your faith is so important, I don't think we could ever emphasize it enough, and faith only grows by one substance in this universe called the river of life. It's a river of grace. It cannot be bought or sold. Any attempts to buy or sell the grace of the Lord Jesus automatically moves you into spiritual Egypt or spiritual Sodom. So many ministers and so many mystics and so many sons of God and so many of my own brothers and sisters, like literally almost all of them, have gone astray because of selling grace and selling mysteries, the horror of Avalon, mystery, seller of mysteries, you know, that's what she's called in the book of Revelation. <laughs> selling revelation, selling truth, and selling grace, it's just automatically removes you from the river of life the second you do it. That sin pulls you out of the river, and at any time, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, the prophet, the apostle, the mystic, the king, the judge, the son of God can repent and come back in the river and be forgiven. But a lot of them don't even realize how much they've sinned and fallen short of the throne of grace because they started selling all the mysteries that they received for free. And it's a major issue. It's the main issue in all the charismatic church right now, August 20th, 2017. It's not a minor issue. Money is the golden calf, the golden image of Babylon the Great. It's like the only issue. It's the only thing wrong with you people is you're full of idols in your mind and you can't get over the natural realm and there's a golden image like Nebuchadnezzar's golden image in Babylon and like three people out of all Israel wouldn't bow to it, you know? Three Christians in the whole world wouldn't bow. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and so they threw them in the fiery furnace. Which means there is a remnant, y'all, that hasn't bowed to the golden image, that doesn't serve money. 
ministers, ministries, Christians, everyone in the whole world, like the Holy Ghost speaking in tongue Christians, but they still slave for the pyramid on their $1 bill. It's like pretty much every single person I know. Maybe two or three exceptions to the thousands of people I still know. Everyone just dealing with it because that's the sin nature, that's the human nature, that's the slave nature, that's the curse of the fall. That you will always be a slave to the natural realm. So they always talk about the natural realm. They always, all their conversations, all their Facebook posts, all their Twitter posts, it's natural, 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 earthly, unspiritual, demonic. And if they want to be spiritual, let's talk about the solar eclipse of the second heavens because we're fascinated with the stars. You know? <laughs> Second heaven fascination is total foolishness. I say that out of perfect love. I'm not trying to be super spiritual. It's just total foolishness because the third heaven is the glory of God. Your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. The throne of Jesus Christ that you are seated on already when you're born again is the third heaven. The second heaven is all the stars. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens rain the blood of Jesus and the everlasting covenant of God upon all the earth forevermore from the third heaven. Our home and our overcoming victory in Jesus Christ is in the third heaven. But Christians are so bewitched by the second heavens. I mean, the fascination is unreal. And that's why they file, follow so many second heavens pastors and second heavens mystics and second heavens new age gurus and second heavens sons of God where it's like every single one is a false prophet. Because <laughs> they're, they're not third heaven. Third heaven is Jesus and Him crucified. The glory of God in childlike cherubim, seraphim, living creatures, the 24 elders, the river of life, and you enter the kingdom of the third heaven like a little child. All this, I'm really mature, I'm an adult, look at all my knowledge, it's second heaven sorcery. Pure and total witchcraft. And it has bewitched like all my friends because you know, we just came in, we're like, man, maybe there really is some older people that really know a lot more than us that we could follow, you know, trying to fi find mothers and fathers in the faith, and all they want to do is kill, steal, and destroy us. <laughs> like, 99.99% of them in all the world, exploiting us for their own personal gain, could care less about our souls. There are some good ones, but they're very, very rare. Very rare. Most of them just want to control you. Literally, they just want to kill you. They just want you to be their little puppy. They want you to be their pet. <laughs> They're not about empowering you to be more powerful than they are. <laughs> because they still serve the golden image of Babylon the Great right on their forehead. Six, six, six. <gasps> The mark of the beast is the mark of having an unrenewed mind and being carnally minded. Everyone who has an unrenewed mind has already taken the mark of the beast. The mark of being an animal, being tribal, being animalistic, tribalistic. Mm -hmm. You know, when you fight over the natural realm, are you not like the animals? They do the same thing in Africa. The lions and the tigers and the bears. Honey badgers. <laughs> Truth and yeah. Are human beings animals? Yes, they are. All of them. Every nation, tribe, and tongue 
is animalistic and tribalistic. That's why it's written every nation, tribe, and tongue. Only in Jesus Christ can you escape the animal flesh of your bodies and your brains. Your mammal brains only have 2% more brain activity than a chimpanzee. I say that in perfect love. But to be limited to your human body is to be 666 beast animal. True. Animalistic, tribalistic, no different than your blue whales and your dolphins and your chimpanzees. Really. Because you're just living by the flesh. You're no different than the animals. That's why they all fight and bicker and envy. I mean, they do the same exact patterns that the gorillas do in the jungles of Africa. I mean, they're, they go in packs, wolf packs, you know. That's why they all believe in Darwinism, because they're literally animals. And the Bible says they're animals. Jesus Christ said the pagan world is a system of dogs, animals, and sorcerers. The second heaven sorcerers, which are all Egyptian reptile, pharaoh, serpent-minded snakes that rule by lies and confusions like your whole massive confusion media system in the world and your BBC and your CNN and your ABC, NBC and your MSNBC and like all of the confusion that's in the whole world is because of your second heaven sorcerers, your bourgeoisie, your... Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and your Soroses, and all of the rich, ruling, elite class of billionaires in every single nation in the entire world. And that's a fact, Jack. So the proletariat has found Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And some middle class and even some rich, which is shocking, but even some rich have found Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a great awakening ahead. And the only people that will remain in a short time will be the people of Jesus Christ because He's King of kings and Lord of lords and the third heaven is so far superior to the second heavens and everything in the earth. It's just every day beyond human understanding, beyond your human brain abilities to ever imagine how awesome our God is in His reign and rulership from the throne of God and Jesus Christ in the third heaven. It is so far beyond human imagination that all they can do is mock it. Like you see the reactions by the tens of thousands to our videos every day the last four months hitting 40 million people. It's like if they can't understand it in their human brains, in their chimpanzee mammal brains, as a tribalistic, animalistic, 666 beast reaction, all they can do is attack it. Well, the thing about it is when you attack the angel of the Lord, it bounces off the glory of God and the new creature in Christ in the river of God, and it hits them. So they instantly judge themselves by judging the glory of God and judging the sons of glory and the daughters of Zion and the daughters of glory and the daughters of God and the sons of God are rising now in such a powerful way that everyone in the world will see them and know there is a God and know that Jesus Christ is God. There'll be no questions about it anywhere as it's written and they shall all know the Lord and they shall all be taught of God, it is written. They shall all know the Lord. The Lord is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> You're in the day of the Holy Spirit, the day of the Lord, right now. You have been <laughs> for a while now, <laughs> 2017. You're in the third day since Jesus Christ. You're in the seventh day since Adam. You know, we're prophets, like the sons of Issachar. We know the times and the seasons. What day is it? 
You know, ask the prophets what it's the day of the Lord. It's the seventh day since Adam and the third day since Jesus Christ. Duh! Wake up! <laughs> Wake up by grace! And I'm, you can't beat the curse, you know? It's like that's symbolizing Moses killing the Egyptian slave masters. Like, and they're just like, what are you gonna murder us too? We saw you kill the Egyptian. And I was like, Moses was like, man, these people are gone to slavery. I'm here as your deliverer and I'm killing your enemies and you don't like me? And, he's just like, and God just took him, took him into the wilderness, took him into the mountain. He had to do that. He did it to me. He took me in the mountain because you can't just be angry all the time. You can't just murder all God's enemies because these are human beings that Jesus died for. You got to even forgive the second heaven sorcerers. You got to forgive the bourgeoisie. You got to forgive and wash the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and Soroses, and all the Freemasons and Jesuits. You got to wash them in the blood of Jesus in the river of life. And if they don't repent, who cares? They get washed in a lake of fire. Seriously, that's God's attitude. I mean, you know, whatever. And if you want to serve Satan, go to hell. If you want to serve Jesus Christ, it's time for heaven on earth. Amen? We're not playing around. We've been beat up by false brethren every day of ministry for 11 years. And I have no drop of anger or hatred in me at all. Just pure, perfect river of life grace for everyone. And it's time to take over the place because we know how. We know the path. We know the way, the truth, and the life. We are the resurrection of the dead in this generation. We are the resurrection of the dead. <laughs> On the third day he rose from the dead. A day is as a thousand years. This is the third day. A day is as a thousand years. First millennia, zero to one thousand. One day. One thousand to two thousand. Day two. Two thousand to three thousand. The day of the Lord. The day of the resurrection. The third day. Okay? You're seventeen years into the third day. You know, you know, even if you think the Jewish calendar is right, which it's not, it's over 250 years off. The Gregorian calendar is actually very accurate. And if you don't even believe any of that, you can at least understand with basic understanding of B.C. and A.D. Even just at a kindergarten, five-year-old level of intelligence, we can understand with just five neurons firing in our brains that it's been 2,000 years since Jesus Christ the Messiah. Which means now we're the third day. Seriously, and I'm not insulting your divine intelligence, I'm insulting your human intelligence because it's mammal, because it's chimpanzee, and it's an abomination. Human understanding is the false prophet. The human brains is the false prophet. It is the false prophet. He was crucified for your brains to no longer be Lord of your life, but the spirit, the river of life, God's intelligence, God's divine genius called the Holy Spirit, the bright morning star rising in your hearts to be Lord of your life. All of the deception of Satan upon your souls has been for you to stay in your meatball brains. That has been his 100% strategy towards every single person who's ever been born again the last 2,000 years. True story. Because if he can keep you in your carnal, uncircumcised mind, he can control you like chimpanzees because the dust is the serpent's food that is part of the legal system of God the Father and Satan and it's not changed. If you choose to stay subject to your brain matter, subject to your chimpanzee mammal brains, Satan will always be lording over you. That's part of the deal. 
It is written in Genesis. That doesn't change in the New Covenant. That doesn't change in the Old Covenant. That's how the angel world of the fallen angels of Satan and his angels works. Deal with it. Only in the river of life do you escape the curse and come out of your flesh, no longer in it, and live in the spirit intelligence of the bright morning star. God the Father doesn't have a brain. Hello? Jesus Christ says, God is an angel, or spirit. The word pneuma in Greek is properly translated angel. God's not a sprite. He has a soul. If you have a soul and a spirit, that's an angel. Okay? Chimpanzees give birth to chimpanzees. Giraffes gives birth to giraffes. Cats give birth to cats. Angel gives birth to angels. That's why he's called, in James, the father of angels. Read your Bibles. That's what's written. Father of spirits, father of angels. It is written. Ministering angels are helping you inherit salvation. Get your minds renewed. This is life and death stuff. We are not playing around. People are goofing off as it was in the days of Noah, have no fear of, of the Lord before their eyes, and they're dropping like flies, dying all over the place, just goofing off. There's no glory of God. There's no second heavens. There's no demons. There's no devils. You know, Jesus did it all on the cross. I'm perfect. And next thing you know, they're dead in a car accident. Next thing you know, brain aneurysm, heart attacks, alcohol abuse, sexual morality, total paganism, total bewitchment, and they're absolutely irrelevant from any kingdom advancement in their entire ministries, and we've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times. You are at total war, especially if you start getting into the river of life and coming out of spiritual Sodom rebellion and spiritual Egypt religion and you're actually growing as a tree of life in the garden of God on earth as it is in heaven and walking with the Father in the coolness of the day and becoming an overflowing cup of the new covenant blood in Christ Jesus that changes not. The blood of the Lamb is an eternal covenant. It changes not. We are being changed by what? Metanoia. Repentance. Being change your mind. Metanoia. Okay? It's not about confessing your sins. That doesn't do anything. Changing your mind by drinking His blood, that's what transfigures your mind and transfigures your soul. Get in the river. Drink the river. It's not a prayer. It's a drink in every single place of the New Testament. When salvation was offered someone, it wasn't a sinner's prayer. It wasn't a pamphlet. It wasn't a Billy Graham little certificate of being born again. It wasn't a baptism certificate. It was a cup that you drink, and it was in His blood. And you're remembering Him. And it takes away your sin, it takes away your human nature, and only He remains in your regenerated, born-again spirit, new creatures in Christ Jesus. Everyone born of the Spirit grows by the river of the Holy Spirit. Apart from the river, you can't even develop your new creature in Christ nature, 2 Corinthians 5.17, nature. So you'll just get discouraged out there in Egypt and next thing you know, you're just a religious Pharisee. Or you just forget that, religion sucks, and I've tried Jesus and it's horrible, so I'm going to go out and just be an alcoholic now. Bang heroin. You know, smoke crack and smoke meth and smoke weed. And it's all because of rejecting the river of life by believing lies 
especially the lies that come from the sorcerer pastors that minister out of the second heavens. And many of your pastors are Freemasons. Many of your pastors are second heaven ministers of starlight, completely and totally witches. Many of them. Unless you're ministering the light of the third heaven, your pastors and teachers, evangelists and apostles and prophets are warlocks. <laughs> Truth anyhow. Unless we're in the third heaven, you're not even in the glory of God. You're not even ministering the bread and wine of Jesus Christ. You're ministering the table of demons to your congregations. And that's why when the glory of God comes around, 100% of the time, they blaspheme the glory. You see it every day with us ministering the glory of God publicly nine years broadcasting. Why do they always do it? Because their pastors are warlocks giving them second heavens, tree of the knowledge of good and evil information for their brains. They're feeding them starlight. They're feeding them sorcery. Babylon the great potent sorcery deceives all nations. It is written. So, the answer is the deluge of grace of the third heaven through all nations, tribes, and tongues, reigning through all stars, forgiving all sins of all nations, forgiving all religiosity, all rebelliousness, everywhere, and grace is here to stay. Grace is, in fact, the blood of Jesus, the Red Sea. <laughs> so it's invincible, and we will win. It's just a matter of time, even if only five people in the whole world agreed with me today. We would take over the world, no doubt about it. But I see even more people waking up all over the place. You know why? Because the heavens reign the blood of Jesus. As it's written in Revelation, Hallelujah, our Lord God Almighty reigns. He's always reigned and always will reign. We just needed to wake up in our minds by drinking and getting all that bewitchment of starlight out of us, especially from our religious pastors that are just serpents. <laughs> Every single building made by human hands will be flushed with the river of grace. You know, it's not going to be so much wrath and gloom and doom. It'll be grace. Grace is the river of life. <laughs> this is the coolest plan ever because it exposes everything wrong in their minds. Even the ministers of grace are total lying hypocrite demons because they're not actually in the substance of the river of grace. They're just in the theology on the banks and the sandbanks because they're still salesmen of grace. Lying hypocrites, every single one of them. Because if you are truly fortified in the river like John the Baptist and his disciples, which are the sons of God, of Jesus Christ's second coming, freely you've received, freely you've given away. You'd obey the verse that says, free, free. And if someone wants to cheerfully support John the Baptist and his disciples, well then they can cheerfully give. And it's not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful sacrificer. Amen? <laughs> One that doesn't serve idols. One that's not in the sandbanks with the alligators and Leviathan that misunderstand everything the Holy Spirit's saying to you every day at Joel's bar. <laughs> every day through all creation in the sovereignty of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of prophecy, the river of life. We serve a gigantic sovereign God. And He is doing such a mighty work in our day that it is beyond human understanding. Peace that passes understanding. Prince of Peace passes understanding. It's beyond human consciousness. 
You can just experience it, say, whoa, that feels good. You'll never understand it until the morning star rises in your heart. You just keep drinking like little children, and the morning star rises in your heart and be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. You'll have the same exact seven spirits of God that I have for my consciousness. You'll have also. We are the army of the Lord and the fullness of the anointing of Jesus Christ. The seven spirits of God, the fullness of the Holy Spirit, has been given to us. And we're using it to take back the whole world from Satan and his angels and to destroy all wickedness, all injustice, all racism, all lies, all manipulation, all greed. Everything wrong in the entire world will be destroyed by the blood of Jesus and the river of life right now in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you guys. Have a great Sunday night. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.